relationship and feedback I know Adam the period before the hate the period of Gan Eden was a period it was a condition free of business and free of relationship there was no need to work for a living there was no need to accumulate wealth and there was no real um, relationship between man and woman Adam and Chava was like one unit after the hate there's the the Klala and the onish and then we business and relationships are introduced into the world. And Onish is not, whenever we think of Hashem giving an Onish, it's not just a punishment as such, it's, it's a, a healing process. It's a process of, of development of the human being using another route. If we choose not to develop ourselves the short route, the Rebbe takes us on a longer route. That's what Onish is. Onish is not just you did this, so you get that. So the, the Onish, the Klala of Adam having to work for a living, And Chava have to, having to engage in a relationship between a man and a woman, that's not, not, not punishment, that is necessary for human development after Odom and Chava made the choice they did. Their choice was to develop as human beings through the root of relationship and business and not through the root of uh, sitting in Ganed and quietly without any friction. They chose the root of friction to develop rather than the root of non-friction. Friction. Um, It, it's, it's like going to work out at the, at the gym what develops your muscles, the friction of having to counter gravity. If there's no gravity, if you choose a life where there's no gravity, there's no friction. And nothing deteriorates. That's why you can live forever. And, uh, and, and, and everything's good in Gan Eden. But Odom and Chava made the decision that they wanted to develop through friction and not without friction. And, and, we, and we see this idea. This is an amazing piece of Gemara, Daf Samach Kimelon, with Aleph that gets... We could spend weeks on it just looking at relationships. So firstly, there are a number of, of psukim that we need. They're mostly well known to use. Zacharun Hashem created man, uh, created man male and female, created them male and female. Adam. And he called man and woman Adam. Man, mankind, humankind. Humankind is man and woman, not, not man. Um, And then going back a posuk, they're putting them in the order they appear in the Gemara. I'll make him a, a companion against him. Uh, so again, a difficult posuk. In Tehillim, the posuk we know, Shemaim, Shemaim, Lashem, Vaharetz, Natan, Livnei, Adam. Again, this idea of Adam. Hashem gave the earth to, to humanity to be human. And then the strange posuk in Kohelet, to Mutsani, Mami, Mavet, Eta Isha. I find women more bitter than death. She's all traps, her heart is snares, her hands are fetters. He who is pleasing to God escapes her, and he who is displeasing is caught by her. Strange, making such a comment. What does it mean? Um, and then in Mishle, another posuk, these are all psukim that this Gemara is built on, which the Masudas explains, uh, your wife should be beloved by you, and you should rejoice in her love of you. So says the Gemara, Rabbi Elozer is the main Magid Shur today. This is all Rabbi Elozer's uh, Shurim, and his, as much as he's t teaching Chumash to his Talmidim, he's also teaching life to his Talmidim. If a person doesn't have a wife, he's not an Adam. He's not called, he's a man, he's a human, but he's not an Adam. Adam is a separate meaning. And Adam requires the combination. Adam, 
It's a clear posuk in the Torah. They were, when was the word Adam introduced into the vocabulary after man and woman were created? Until then, there's no Adam. Rabbi Rabbi says, Kol Adam lo karka Adam. Not, it's not enough just to have a wife, you've also got to own property. If you don't own property, you're also not an Adam. Again, you're an ish, you're a good person, you're a good Jew, you're all the other things. You can be a tzaddik, you can be a tamid chochem, you can be a gon, you can be whatever, but you can't be an Adam. Adam is a particular name given to somebody who is complete, who has is involved in relationship and karka and in business. As Tosfus says, you see from the Gemara further on, that Rabbi Loza doesn't want you to, doesn't want your property to be your business, meaning agriculture. He doesn't want you to be a farmer. He wants you to have property, but he wants you to be involved in in business, in other forms of business. So you need a wife and you need business. And the same Rabbi Loza, but don't think it's all going to be smooth with your wife. This is not talking about two kinds of wives. If you're fortunate, you get a wife who helps you. If you're not, then you've got a terrible wife who makes your life a misery. It's when you are zocher, when you are doing things right, she will support you. When you are doing things wrong, she will oppose you. Then Rabbi Chir, then where it goes on with wonderful stories of, of Tanoim and Amorim, difficult wives and relationships. Rabbi Chir have a Rabbi Chir's wife used to make his life a misery. He have a mashkach midi, but whenever he was traveling and he found something he thought she would like, tzayulei besudre, he would wrap it up in a beautiful kerchief, umaytiniyale, and bring her this gift wherever he went. Amalei Rav, so Rav says to to Rabbi Chia, his Rebbe, lemar. Why do you bring? Why are you rewarding her? She makes your life a misery, and you bring her back these gifts. Omarle said to him, It's enough that they raise our children and they save us from chet. We'll see in a moment what chet is. The simple translation is we married seven men and have no reason to run around and do bad things. But it's much more than that. Think of chet like chet adam arishon. Chet adam arishon wasn't that he ran off to other women. There weren't other women. That wasn't the chet. The chet of adam arishon was eager. Matzilenu min hachet, a wife protects a man from his from his own ego. That's that's what it means. And now one begins to understand zachau zatolo zachakenegdo. If you're living with chesed and less ego, then she supports you. If you're living with ego, she she opposes you. Rav Yehuda Rav Yitzchak Breim Otsani Mar Mimavet Etayisha. Rav Yehuda taught Rav Yitzchak his son. Uh, on the posuk of Umatzani, Mami Vavetetayish, I find this with a woman more bitter than death. Omalek Gon Man, he said, like, who do you know that has such a terrible marriage? He says, Kagon Imcha, your own mother. Uh, you don't have to look further than that. For Matni Le Rav Yudu Rav Yitzchak Bre, but also the Gemara Rav Yehuda also taught his son, En Adam would say, Kuradroach Elam Ishtori Shana, a person's only real pleasure comes from his first wife. Shinema Yihi Mekorcha Baruch Vesamach Meishet Nurecha. And he said, like, who do you know? The wife that brings a man so much pleasure? is your mother. She's very, she's very uh, volatile. She, she gets angry. She opposes me. But with one word, she can be appeased. So once again, what, what we see here is the nature of, of, of a relationship 
with, with a wife is one which is, I, I call it, it's like a dashboard. It lets you know exactly what's going on with your, with your ego control. And exactly the same applies with business. The moment a management team takes its eye off its stakeholders, its customers, its shareholders, and its employees, and puts itself first, the, the business is in a spiral. And, and we've watched that. We've, we've checked that. We've tested that. We've predicted corporate downfall just with that one thing. The moment you see management team, particularly at a CEO level, putting the interests of management before the interests of, of the other stakeholders, you get into a spiral. So, so business is also a, a monitor. It lets you know immediately when, when the chesed diminishes. Business is all about chesed. Chesed, you're doing things for other people. That's how you earn a living. When you stop doing things for other people, your business collapses. You're doing things for your customers. You're doing things for your shareholders. You're doing things for your employees. It's chesed, 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 all the time, every minute. Rabbi Rom Grzynski says, we'll come up to Olam Habo and you'll have people who were in kolal all their lives sitting at the back of the room and the businessmen will be in the front. And the kolal people will say, why? We were sitting, and I said, but the chesed, the emotional say, these people, every second of their lives was chesed. They wake up in the night thinking about their customers. They wake up in the night thinking about their shareholders. Now, you might argue, but they're doing it for themselves. They're doing it for profit. We'll see in a moment what the answer to that is. But the fact is, you can't build a business if you're, if you're not kuli chesed. Everything has to be chesed. And the moment that isn't so, you can see the bumps coming. You can see the, uh, you can see the result. There was a, an amazing CEO of a, of, a, of a global, a huge global corporation who showed me the correlation between his share price and what was going on in his private life. <laughs> It was unbelievable over a period of 25 years. With every bleep in the share price, he told me what was going on in the private life. And it was always related to ego. Uh, and, the, and the speed of the correlation was astonishing. So after the chait, uh, the Rebunisham gives Adam two vehicles to manage his ego. Uh, two vehicles in which you have to be in chesed all the time. If in a relationship you move out of chesed for a minute, you get a clap. If in if in business you move out of chesed for a minute, you get a clap. That key, that's, what, that's what that klala was for. It was this instrument that, he, that mankind needed in order to be able to manage its ego, its ego afterwards. And that's why Rabbi Laza brings these two things. You're not an odom without, without both of them. This idea of you're not an, an odom, the Zohar, this amazing Zohar, the Zohar says, and there's a nafkemine lamaise, odom ki akriv, when it says an odom can bring a korban, lafuki man, who does that exclude? Who cannot bring a korban? A chimpanzee, is that what the, odom ki akriv, only an odom can bring a korban? Who's it excluding? Man deloit nasib, if a person's not married, he can't bring a korban, says the Zohar, because he's not fully an odom. Odom di ishtachu dochor venukva. Uh, an Adam who is engaged in Dokkar Venukva doesn't just mean male and female. It means the two dynamics of male and female. The giving and the receiving that is entailed in male and female dynamics. That, that's what needs to be there for a person to be able to bring a Korban. Uh, as the, the Medrash says in Parshas Bahar, our Parsha coming up, Tani Rabbi Yeshua, Yotemi Mashi Bal Habayit Oseim Ha'ani, Ha'ani Oseim Bal Habayit. The poor person does more for the, the rich person than the rich person for the, for the poor because giving is in itself developmental. It's a big theme throughout Rabbi Leo Desla and the Micht of Melio. How in the, the Chesed, it does, as much, it does even more for the person doing the Chesed than for the person receiving the Chesed. And these are all ideas that should be expanded at another time, but at least to understand this, um, this Gemara. 
So in, in this interaction with a woman and with business and with your business stakeholders, one of the key parts is gratitude. So in business, gratitude is expressed by the fact that your investors stay invested. Gratitude is expressed by the fact that your customers come back for, for more to buy from you, that your employees stay for you. That's, that's part of the way they express gratitude. You have to be careful that you're also showing gratitude to them. That's not that, that's not that easy. And, and with one's wife, as we see, that one has to be grateful. Even, even Rabbi Chia, where his wife it was not always good to him, but he was grateful for what she, for what she did. But gratitude is part of the act of, of chesed. So you might say, but business is really, is business all about chesed at the end of the day? Aren't you doing it for yourself? It's very, very important to understand how to measure chesed and, and what to give gratitude for. So for example, if I'm stuck on a desert island, nobody there, nothing, I'm stuck all on my own, and you helicopter in, and you tell me I've been worried about you, I've taken all my possessions, every penny I've got, and I bought this diamond and so that I could easily transport it. And here I want to give it to you. It's every penny I've got. What do I say? Are you out of your mind? What am I going to do with the diamond? And if you come and you give me a loaf of bread and a, and a barrel of water, I say, thank you, you've saved my life. Which, which required more from the giver? Well, it required more effort to give the diamond, but it required more thoughtfulness to give the loaf of bread. That's what chesed is. How much thought you've put into it, not how much effort you've put into it. And so, and, and it's how much you've gained, how the other person, much the other person has gained is the chesed. Rabbi Chaim Shulevitz used to bring the medrash on Reuven, that Reuven gets, feels the necessity to save Yosef because he was so grateful that in Yosef's dream, he was mentioned as one of the 11 who would bow down to him, which means he thought his life was over because he would never be forgiven for what he did with Bila and with his father. And he thought that his, he would never be forgiven. And he saw in Yosef's dream that he had a future. But Yosef's dream was a dream. It was subconscious. Yosef didn't put any effort into that dream. So Subhan Shmuelevitz, it's not dependent on the, on the effort you put in. It's dependent on the benefit it gives you. That's what's, what's really important. Uh, and so it is with business. It doesn't matter, as Rabbi Avrom Grzynski says, it doesn't matter if the businessman is doing it for his own profit. It doesn't matter what's motivating him for, for doing it. The fact is, you're benefiting. What does the world owe Bill Gates? Just think every time you use a laptop, every time you use an, an instrument, everything that, came from, everything that came from that, what does the world owe him? Leave aside the philanthropy. Just his core business. What, what is the world? How much chesed? What is this man going to get in, in, in Olam Habo for the chesed he does every minute? So you say, but he was driven by profits. If he was or he wasn't, is not important. But let's say he was. Makes no difference. Because you measure chesed and the obligation for hakarat atov, not by the effort a person puts in, nor by his motivation, but by the benefit that it's given to you. <laughs>